Jesus at the mention of the name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is God. Are you ready to hail the name of Jesus? Uh, we love to call your name. It's something we cannot explain. Jesus in your home? Are you ready to call the name of Jesus wherever you are? Can you call that name Jesus? Woo! Glory to God! When you 
call that name, activity begins to happen, happen in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Activity begins to happen in the realm of the spirit. Praise God. Things begin to shift. Things begin to change. Hallelujah. When you call that name, Bible says that the name that is given above every other name, the name is above in the heavens, on the earth, under the other on the earth. Hallelujah. And when you call that name, things begin to happen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are we excited to be in God's presence this evening? Can you give Jesus a shout of praise? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a great time to be born. Praise God. Because this is the time where we'll finish big. Praise God. It's a time where, where things begin to happen in the realm of the Spirit. Things begin to happen in the realm of the Spirit. As you look into the Word of God, things begin to happen for you. Praise God. I would like to read you a scripture this evening from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. The Amplified Classic, the Amplified Classic um, translation. It says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? Hallelujah. What do you see? Towards the end of this year, what do you see? Do you see, do you see lack? Do you see poverty? Do you see, do you see, do you see yourself not ending well? Praise God. They are asking you the, they're asking you the question, what do you see? You have to answer that question. What do you see? Amen. He said, and he said, he says, and I said, I see a branch or a shoot of an almond tree. Hallelujah. Look at, look at what it means. He says, an emblem of alertness and activity blossoming in late winter. Hallelujah. It means that whatever you see determines what, what comes out for you. Praise God. It means that if you, if, you, if you can see the word of God bringing those things that will help you blossom at this end of this year, you have seen right. Hallelujah. You have seen right. Look at verse 12. Look at what verse 12 says. It says, and then said the Lord to me, it says, you have seen well, for I am alert and active watching over my word to perform it. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Say, God, God says, I am alert and I'm active to perform what you have seen. Praise God. He says, he's alert. He's alert. He's ready to move. He's ready to move. He's ready to send his angels. He's ready to send his spirit to accomplish every dream, to accomplish every purpose of your life this period. Hallelujah. Praise God. He says he's alert. He's alert. He's alert. Hallelujah. I want you also to be alert because things are happening for you. Things are happening for you. Activities are, are moving. Things are moving. Doors are opening. And you are going to end big in the name of Jesus. You are going to finish big in the name of Jesus. Things will begin to work for you. Things will begin to work together for good in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. This is our time. This is our season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as the word of God comes today, make sure you see the path that concerns you. Make sure you see that path that, that, that you can hold on to so that God can hasten. God can hasten. God can be in a hurry to make it come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. So just lift up your hands and say, Lord, I'm going to see the word of God tonight. I'm going to see the word of God that concerns me tonight. Hey, Mandolobo, Satakabaye. I'm going to see that word. I'm going to see that word. I'm going to see rightly. I'm going to see rightly in the name of Jesus. Oh, Sakabalagadishas. And my life will begin to blossom. Hey, Kasura Badelegadishas. An activity will begin to work together for good in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As we take this service to the next level, let's welcome the CLC. Praise God. You, Lord, you are holy. No one can worship you for me.
Oh, I know you're at home. Just begin to give him praise. Begin to just all declare something nice in his ears. Give him all the praise, all the worship. Radu zeke tali Father, you are good. Radu zeke today. You are a good, 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 good father. Lahi kato zede de 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 bakutu zede. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Bali keto zede de de. You are the first lakute zede de de de. The last leketu zede de 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 de. All of our life is laid bare before you. Man to zuku de. The past, the present, the future, all laid bare before you. Zotok. Nothing takes you by surprise. You are God all by yourself. Father, we thank you. Receive all our praise. Receive our worship. Receive all the glory we give. All the praise. Thank you, awesome God. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Say, I'll say thank you. Before I get into the word, good evening everybody. I still want us to take some time to pray for our great city Lagos and Nigeria at large. We ought to have started midweek service in person today, but because of the challenges we are currently experiencing in our own city, we've gone back doing it online. So I'm going to read from the book of Proverbs, Psalms chapter 127, for verse 1. What we're doing this evening is to call upon God over the city, over Nigeria. Psalm 127, verse 1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards, guard the city. The watchman stays awake in vain. Says unless the Lord guards the city, the policeman can't really do nothing. Except God is at watch. Last man cannot really do anything. Except God is involved. The army officers can't really do anything. Except God is in charge. The naval officers can't do anything. Except God is our chief security officer, the Navy can't really do anything. So I know the next woman or to be able to call upon God over the city of Lagos. Be able to call upon God over the city of Lagos. From Aja to Ekurudu to Relay to Maitu. Let's be able to call upon God. Father, we declare you and we, we establish you once again because you are the chief security officer of this state. You are the chief security officer of a Nigeria. We call upon you to take charge, to quell down every pocket of insecurity over this city. Baba, we say we refuse them in the name of Jesus Christ. And we decree peace over this city. We decree peace over this city. Hey, Lakatoze de Beduze, we put to a stop, Baba. Twat every works of the enemy. Every plan the enemy has put into motion. Twat it. Let's also begin to pray for the police officers, for the armed forces, that God will give them the wisdom. And also for the chief security officer of our state, Lagos State, the governor's hand. Let's begin to pray. God will give them wisdom. God will give them wisdom to take the right decision, to make the right move concerning the security of this Lagos, of our city. Baba will bring the governor of the state before you. Baba, we ask for wisdom. We ask Lord for every other one in his cabinet. We ask for wisdom. Baba, you will give them wisdom. We bring the police officers before you. Baba, who are out there on the street, they are protected, they are blessed, they are shielded. Baba, you will grant them wisdom to face challenges that have there. Because you will use them to bring peace over the city. Father, we thank you. You'll be praised, you'll be exalted. God, for we know peace reign over the city, Lagos. Peace reign over Nigeria. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen and amen. So nice once again to bring God's word to you this evening. It's a rare privilege, which I do not take for granted. So we're continuing our series, The Big Finish. The Big Finish. 
the big finish. One thing I want to establish today, as I share the word with you, is simply this. You will have your big finish because it is God who determines the finish line. You will have your big finish because it is God who determines the finish line. It's not you. It's not the economy of the city. It's not the economy of Nigeria. It's not the policies that are in vogue. No, 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 no. It is God that determines the finish line. So I need to get them, have that settled in your heart. That all things are still now ready for you. That all things are ready. It hasn't, God hasn't moved. God hasn't shifted because of what is going on. That things might not be picking up the way you expect them to. Things might not be at top speed the way you think they should be. But I'm here to still tell you, you will have your big finish. And do you know why? It's because God determines the finish line. God determines the finish line. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to take my key reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12. From verse 1 to 2. We'll start with that from verse 1 to 2. Hebrews 12. Okay, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, I need to take note of this. Later on, we'll break them in bits. So let us throw off everything that hinders the sin that so easily entangles. Take note of this. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Verse 2. It says, fixing your eyes, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. May God bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. So, I'm going to break it down in bits as we go. So, DJ, I need to give me the TPT version of the what I just read from. The first part that I need you to understand for you to have that big finish, the first thing you need to note, there are a few things I'm going to share with you for you to note. And one of the first is this. There are people who have gone through this. What you're going through, people have gone through it and they, are, they came out successful. They came out successful. Successful. They didn't, they came out glorious. Despite the challenge, so what you're facing, what we are facing right now as a nation, what we are facing in this city is not unique to us. It has happened in the past. And do you know what? They came out successful. So we have witnesses who are sharing us on, who are hailing us, who are hailing you, that you should go on. Don't give up. Saint Moji, don't give up. Christy, don't give up. Joy, don't give up. Oh God, don't give up. There are people who have gone through these challenges. They are looking at you because they know what it takes. They've gone through it. And they know you can be victorious. They know you can get to the finish line. Not the finish line set by men. The finish line set by God. So that's the first thing I need you to know. There is a cloud of witness who are sharing you who have gone through that challenge. And that will take me to the book of Hebrews 11. Because if you see we read from the um, NIV, I say, therefore, before then, it, the book of Hebrews 11 gave us a list of heroes of faith. These are the weaknesses the Bible is talking about. Men who went through challenges, who went through difficult situations, and they came out great. I'm not going to read the entire book of Hebrews 11. We'll start from verse 32. And says, and what more shall I say? 
I do not have time to tell about Gideon. What would Gideon's own complain? I'm too young. I'm too young to implement change. I'm too young to do this great thing you're asking me to. I'm inexperienced. I don't have the experience to go through this. I don't have the strength to go through it. But how did he handle for Gideon? It met his finish line. And Barak. Barak had doubts. When the word came expressly from Deborah, prophet Deborah to him, that Barak, you will go forefront to the war and you will win. Barak doubted the word. Just like some of us are doubting the word right now. Since all things are now ready, is it really? This is November, mid, even to the third week of November right now. Get into the third week. Is that word still going to come true? Barak doubted. Barak doubted. But still, he was later encouraged and he came out victorious. And Sam saying, Samson meddled in someone. He had a woman problem. I will put it this way. I should can put it that way in our local way. He had woman wahala. But yet, Samson came out victorious. Is it Jephthah? Jephthah was denied by his family. He was made an outcast. Say, go. You can't, don't be among us. You can't stay with us. Jephthah was an outcast. But yet, he made the finish line. What about David? You know his own story. And Samuel and the prophets. Verse 33. Who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gave what was promised, who shot the mouth of lions. Praise the Lord. Say, who shot the mouth of lions? I want us to get the TPT version. There's something I want to pull out there. So I'm going to read the TPT version, verse 33 of it. Good. It says, all the people we've just talked about, say, true faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. This is the interesting part. This is how they made their finish line. This is how they made the promise to become reality. It says, their faith fastened onto their promises and put them into reality. Their faith fastened onto the word for the year. All things are now ready. They lashed onto it. They believed it. They believed it until it became reality. Same is applicable. These are the people, the witness the Bible talking about. This is how they did it. They lashed on their faith to the promise until it became reality. Say it was faith. It was faith that shot the mouth of lions. Let's go to verse 34. Same Hebrews 11, TPT. So put out a raging fire and cause many to escape certain death by the sword. Although weak, their faith imparted power to make them strong. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through. But with your faith, you will finish, you will have your big finish. With your faith, you will have your big finish. So I need you to hold on. Like I told you when I started, the finish line is certain. You will make it. Because it is God who determines the finish line. Not you. It's this word that have gone forth. That all things are now ready. So if you are weak, hold on to that faith. Just like it says. Say so their faith imparted power to make them strong. Faith sparked courage within them. They became mighty warriors in battle. Pulling armies from another realm into a battle. Harry, so I need you to hold on to your faith. So like I was saying, these are the weaknesses we are talking about. These are the weaknesses we are talking about. 
who are sharing you on. Because they know what they've done. They know what they've gone through. And they know you can still go through it. They know you will come out victorious. They know you will get to the finish line, no matter what it is. See, in this race, first not do. Who can first not do? Not they give a word for first. First to finish not day. First to finish not day, this one. As far as you reach the finish line, that's what it is. That's what that matters. That's what that matters. That you get to the finish line. This will remind me of my the children, the kids, my kids. You know, when they write exam, the toddlers, five, six, they are so eager to be the first person doing exam. They are so eager to be the first person to finish. When I mean finish now, it's not that they've scored everything. No. They finished answering the question. No. The first person to stand to say, Auntie, I finished. That's not what the race is all about. Because there's no award. Because there's no award for that. The important thing is, you meet that goal God has set for you. Praise the Lord. And you meet that goal God has set for you. So, going forward, let's go back to Hebrews 12. So, we've talked about the first thing you need to note. There are weaknesses sharing you on. And lastly on that, you have home advantage. You have home advantage. You know in football, once you have home advantage, you're sure that there's almost like a 90 to 95% chance the team will win. And do you know what makes the difference for the home advantage? Because it's the crowd that are there. It's the fan base that are there. Sharing the team, the team. Sharing them, telling them they can make it. Telling them they can do it. As I tell you, you have home advantage to have that big finish. You have it. So you don't need to worry. You have a lot of people who are backing you in prayer, who are, who are there, knowing that this guy, you will eat it. You will eat it. Hey, you will eat home run. You will eat home run. So you have it. You have home advantage. Then the other thing you need to note in making the finish line, to having that big finish, and the B part of that Hebrews 12, verse 1. It says, so we must let go of every wound that has pierced us. Let go of every form of guilt. Let go of every form of offense. Let go of Babele. Let go of anything that you carry on the inside. It might not let you be seen, but that thing is obstructing your move. It's obstructing the flow of the Spirit in your life. Let it go. Let it go. Then the other part of it says, and the sin we so easily fall into. You know that sin that trips you. That consistently, it's, it seems like a reset. When you fall into it, you get into it. It resets your walk with God. The Bible is saying today, let it go. Let it go. For marathon, those that are going to marathon, Jessica will be a good way to explain her. She has done that severally. You don't go with an extra baggage. You don't go with a bag full of your, with, with water. So at one point, I'll carry my food. No, 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 no. They go light. They don't carry extra baggage. They don't carry extra baggage. Because if you, life is a marathon. You're going to see it in that same verse. It's a marathon. So you don't need to carry extra baggage. You know that thing that's resetting you, that's pulling you back. That's making you difficult to hear. That's not giving you peace. Let it go. Is that relationship? Let it go. Let it go. You know what it is. So my command to you today, the God's word to you today is let it go. Strip yourself. Take those stuff away. For you to make up this finish line, which is certain that you will, God has put everything in place for you to get to that finish line. But your own responsibility is this. 
Let go of offense. Let go of every sin. Because that's how you can make the finish line. That's how you can make the finish line. As I read further, it says, then, after you've let go of all of this, after you've dropped all of this, after you've dropped the offense, you strip yourself of the offense, you remove that extra weight, you remove that bad belly, you remove that enmity you're carrying in your mind for someone. You remove that social distance you are having with people in the spirit. You've removed every one of them. He says, then we're able to run life's mountain with, with passion and determination for the path has already been marked before us. And that's what I want to emphasize a bit more. And that's what I've tried to emphasize ever since. That if it's, the finish line is not determined by men. It's by God because he has marked a path for you to follow. He has marked a path for you to follow. All I'm asking is stay on that path. Stay on that line because when you get to that end, all things will be ready for you. Everything, everything. As you go, as you go. You know like you play all those games. Those computer games. You know as you run. As you run, you're collecting coins. That's what it is. Just be consistent. Forget the person who's behind pursuing you, who is running that, forget them. The devil can never catch up with you. Know that he can never catch up with you. The devil cannot. So don't look back. Remain focused. And that will lead me to the next. So verse 2 of this same verse. So this is the next part. The second thing you need to take note of. Says we look away from the natural realm, we fasten our gaze onto Jesus. So you keep your focus. You know, if you're playing that game, I can't remember the name right now, but you know what I'm talking about. The one you're running and somebody's the one you're running and somebody's following from the back. See, the first time I played that, it was a bit scary. Like, this guy not come out. But after a while, I realized that if I remain focused, keep running, collecting the, the coins, collecting those points, that person will never. The only time it can catch you up in that game is when you stop. But when you keep on moving, it will not. But you know what thing that hates the running? is when you're looking at the Stuff that are in front. You run, ah, there's a coin this way. You move, you pick it up. You see, your focus is constantly on the gains in front of you. On the word. This time around is the word. Your focus is constantly on the word. So you're putting your focus there. Not on the side distraction. Not on the salary slash. Not on the low business speed. Slow uh, with business growth. Not on what is going on around you. Your focus is on the word. I bet you, you will make the big finish. He says, we look away from the natural realm. And we fasten our gaze onto Jesus. And that's the next thing I want to explain to you. Who bettered faith within us. And who lead us forward into faith's perfection. And that's what I want to let you know. I keep emphasizing this. You will make the big, you will have the big finish. But do you know why? It is because God is the one that determines the finish line. Like we said here, it says he's the author and the finisher of our faith. That's the King James translation of that verse. He started it, he's the source. He's the one that have declared the word that all things are now ready. He declared it. He didn't declare it. That he wasn't aware of what's going to happen in 2020. He didn't declare of the challenges you're going to face. Absent mind of what you're going to face. No, 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 no. He's fully aware. Like I said earlier in my prayer. Your past, your present, your future are all a continuum. Time is a continuum before God. 
is not a break. No, 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 no. It's a straight line before God. Time is a continuum. It sees everything. It sees it. Every, everything you do, God sees it. So he's your source. That's what he's saying there. He's your source. So looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. The source of a thing is the sustenance of it. So know that. When we are saying all things are now ready. That word the meaning of a pastor K. He only declared God's word. As far as that word has come from God, he will sustain it. So I need you to hold on to it. So I need you to hold on to that word. I need you to hold on to it. Because God is your source. He will perfect it. He will ensure that you make the finish line. His own part is that all he wants you to do, strip yourself and keep running. Strip yourself of every sin. Strip yourself of every challenge. Strip yourself of everything that is distracting you. He will take care of the rest. He will take care of the devil. He will take care of the challenges around you. He will take care of all of that. All you need to do is what? Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. When I learned driving, one thing that will make me to understand is that is where your gaze is, that's where you ultimately will get to. You can't be driving this way, your car units and your eyes on this side. My dear, after a while, the car will go in the direction of your sight, of your focus. So it's where your focus, that's where you will go. And that will lead me to Pastor Kay's message on Sunday, last Sunday. Focused on meditating on the word. Put your focus on the word. Put your mind on the word. Put your mind on the word. Put your focus on the word. Don't let it distract. Don't let anything else distract you. Because looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So these are the two things I really want to make you understand. The finish line, eh, you will get to it. That's not... There's no doubt about it. God eh, has made sure everything you need to get to it, he has made available. But all you need to do is strip yourself of every extra weight. Strip yourself and stay focused. Stay focused on the goal. Stay focused on the goal. Don't be swayed. Stay focused. And in that same verse, the Bible tells us how Jesus was able to overcome the cross. How he was able to overcome the cross. He says, we look away from the natural realm, the typical translation, we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who bettered faith within us and who lead us forward into faith's perfection. How did he do it? He says, Jesus, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you will be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered his humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. The Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Were there challenges on the way? Oh, you know the story very well. Just Christ was, hey, the soldiers dealt with him. He was flogged, spat on. He was cursed. He was insulted. Everything was done. But yet, the Bible says, he looked beyond the cross. And he looked at the point where he was going to. And same thing I'm telling you to do today. Look beyond what is going on. The coronavirus. The insecurity challenges we are facing. The slope growth in our businesses, the cut in salary, the threat of reorganization in your company, the threat of downsizing. Look beyond all of that. Focus on the word. All things are now ready. Focus on that. 
Let that be your focus. Let that be where your mind is on. Don't let it distract. Don't let anything else distract you. Put your mind on that. Because you will make the finish line. You will have your big finish. You will have it. You will have it. And the last thing I want to emphasize on as a roundup is faith. Is faith. Is faith. Because all of this, if you don't have faith, it will be a struggle. If you don't have faith, if you see what we read from earlier on in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 11, I want to emphasize that. 11.33, it says, true faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. I want to emphasize that. So their faith fasting unto their promises and pulled them into reality. A mother who is about to give, who is about to give birth hasn't seen a child physically. But he knows there's a child. It's by faith she pushed. It's by faith when the nurse or the doctor say, Madam, push. She push. But do you know why she does that? She knows there's a joy coming. That when I do this, I will have my baby in my hands. She pushed by faith. She does everything. Every instruction given to her in the hospital room, in the labor room, she does it by faith. Knowing there's a gift that is coming. Same thing I'm saying. Strip yourself of every wound. Strip yourself of every sin. Do that by faith. And put your focus on the word. Do it by faith. When you do this, this is what the Bible says is happening. That your faith will fasten to the promise. All things are now ready. You fasten to it. It's in the realm of the spirit. But your faith lashes onto it. You keep holding onto it. Keep pulling it. It comes into reality. Because God's word says, it will not return unto me void until he has accomplished what he has been sent for. So that's the word for you today. You will make the finish line. You will have your big finish. Because God determines the finish line. Because God determines the finish line. So I need you to hold on. Do not be weary. Do not get tired of doing good. Do not get tired of believing. You will make the finish line. Strip yourself. Stay focused. And have faith. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for everyone out there. As the word has gone forth, ask to strengthen them. Is anyone weak in faith in this season? Baba, strengthen their faith. As the word has gone forth, Baba, let that word, hey, Gaduza, Bade, make them to stand on their feet. Katuze, de, 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 that is not yet over. That their faith will fast into the promise that all things are now ready till they pull it to become a reality in their life. Baba, help them, Lord, through faith to strip themselves of every sin, to strip themselves of every wound, of every offense. That they will run this race light and about strengthen them that they will remain focused on the word for the year. Believing it to the very later. Believing it to the very, very end. That truly all things are now ready for them. Thank you, awesome God. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. What an awesome message. What an awesome message. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you all excited about that? We're making the big finish. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. All right. Uh, if you got your tithes and your offerings and uh, any other seeds you would like to redeem at this time, can you just package them? And while, we're pre- uh, while you're preparing them, just uh, pray over them. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to give to you. We bring our tithes, we bring our offerings, and uh, we decree and declare that uh, it is given unto us a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Men are pouring into our bosom right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for things that money can buy and things that money couldn't buy. Thank you for so much more, especially in this time. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Glory to God. You may cast your offerings. And while you're doing that, please listen to the rest of the announcements. All right. Worship with us this Sunday in our various services at 7.30 a.m., 9 a.m., and 10.30 a.m. on our mainland uh, center, and 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on the island center. Amen. Uh, Join us next week, Wednesday, in our midweek service by 7.30 p.m. on all our social media platforms. Uh, Preserved Generation Midweek Service comes up tomorrow, Thursday, by 6.30 p.m. via Zoom. Preserved Generation Midweek Service comes up tomorrow, Thursday, by 6.30 p.m. via Zoom. Uh, David's Army Service continues this Saturday by 10.30 a.m. at our mainland center. Sunday services will hold online by 11 a.m. on YouTube. Uh, channel that's Giants Giant Slayer TV. David's Army service continues this Saturday by 10:30 a.m. at our mainland center, and Sunday services will hold online by 11 a.m. on our YouTube channel Giant Slayer TV. Okay, workers' meeting with Pastor Kingsley holds this Saturday, 21st November, uh, by 7 a.m. on the mainland and 10 a.m. on the island. So, workers make it a date with the. Uh, Pastor Kingsley, on 21st November, 7 a.m. on the mainland and 10 a.m. on the island. Christmas, 1,000 times better, comes up on Saturday, 12 December. Saturday, 12 December, at 7 a.m. Please show via the account details being displayed on the screen right now. And uh, don't forget to donate food items at our church office as well. Amen. And um, for other inquiries, please send us a direct message at any of our social media platforms, and then we will get through to you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. How many of you are excited about how the rest of the, uh, the week and the rest of the year is going to pan out? Glory to God. Uh, the Bible calls uh, Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. So if the one who went ahead of us started the thing and finished it, then uh, we who were created in his image and after his likeness, we are sure to finish, we're bound to finish, amen? Hallelujah, glory to God. May we rise to our feet as we close. Say to the person next to you, as David never lost the battle, so will God's work with us be. Good night.